Now today's federal newscast. The Voice of America says it has fired or proposed to terminate more than half of the members of its Hausa language service following an investigation that found the individuals had accepted improper payments from a foreign official. Amanda Bennett, the director of the federally funded news organization, said the action was taken after VOA and Inspector General investigations into allegations of accepting bribes from an official in the coverage area, principally in Nigeria. It's not uncommon in Nigeria for senior officials to distribute envelopes stuffed with cash during press briefings to influence coverage. VOA journalistic standards reject any such practices. House Republicans say they have a tentative deal on a pay raise for civilian employees in this fiscal year. Republicans Barbara Comstock and Tom Graves say they are confident that federal employees will get a raise. But the agreement isn't final yet, and the House won't return to Capitol Hill until after the midterms and can't even take up a final appropriations bill with a federal pay raise in it until at least November 13th. House Democrats and employee unions praised the tentative agreement, but they also said they're cautious until the pay raise is law. The General Services Administration has issued its first awards through the third phase of its Small Business Innovation Research Pilot. The pilot incentivizes small businesses to pursue research and development projects that support government programs. GSA awarded one contractor $150 million in support of its work with the Air Force's Strategic Development Planning and Experimentation Office. The promotion system may not be the best way to find the Army's leaders of tomorrow. That finding in a report from the RAND Corporation goes on to say the Army is likely failing to identify soldiers with leadership potential early in their careers. The report credits the non-commissioned officer education system for doing a better job than the promotion system in assessing the needed attributes of a good leader, and they say it could be a key to keeping junior soldiers in the force. Meanwhile, the Navy is getting creative with its career path for pilots. An announcement from the service states that a selection board will convene in late November to pick 20 Navy pilots who were passed over for command or want to avoid a desk job to become flight instructors. The White House has issued a long-awaited report on vulnerabilities in the defense industrial base. Here's Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu. The study, a year in the making, says the defense supply system has too many single points of failure, especially at the level of lower-tier suppliers. It identifies five root causes, including federal budget uncertainties that threaten small equipment makers. Later today, the president plans to sign a handful of actions to bolster industries the Pentagon views as threatened using authorities in the Defense Production Act. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The National Active and Retired Federal Employees Association has released its latest voting scorecard for Congress. When it comes to legislation in 2017 and 2018 related to the pay and earned federal benefits of current and retired federal employees, NARF gives four lawmakers a 0%. They are Senators Mike Lee of Utah and Rand Paul of Kentucky and Arizona Congressman Paul Gosser and Andy Biggs. The scores are based on how lawmakers voted for bills that lifted sequestration spending caps, funded agencies, and provided federal pay raises. In his first week on the job, IRS Commissioner Charles Reddick is outlining his strategy for the agency. In an all-hands email to employees, Reddick stresses the need for IT modernization, but he acknowledged the agency's budget challenges. Since 2010, Congress has cut the IRS budget by nearly $1 billion and trimmed its workforce by more than 17,000 employees. 
The Veterans Affairs Department says two-thirds of its medical centers improved their quality ratings over the past year. The VA said 96 out of its 146 hospitals improved their star ratings over the past year, while quality ratings for six VA medical centers went down. The Office of Personnel Management and Health and Human Services Department are encouraging federal employees to get their flu shots now. OPM Director Jeff Pond and HHS Secretary Alex Azer are reminding federal employees that most federal health insurance plans cover flu shots at little to no cost. It may be time to move the national cyber strategy into the implementation phase. Here is Jason Miller. Grant Schneider, the Federal Chief Information Security Officer, says now that the national cyber strategy is public, it's time to move to the action and accountability stages. Schneider says the government must take action to address long-standing cyber threats. This means taking the basic steps to ensure networks and data are secure. And through this strategy, Schneider says public and private sector leaders and bad actors alike must be held accountable for their actions. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.